Good morning, good morning, and welcome to a new episode of Spiritual Fortitude. If uh, I seem a little excited, it's because I had this wonderful mushroom coffee this morning, y'all. It is thebomb.com. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I was uh, driving in this morning and uh, trying to think of exactly how to open up. And I always try to come from a place of um, transparency um, because I feel like when I do that, it, it makes it a lot more real to you, our listeners. So uh, with that being said, this week was a bizarre week. And not so much as directly in my life, but it was just bizarre. Like, just crazy stuff happening. And I know bizarre stuff happens in the world all day, but I'm just saying within my realm of of you know my profession where i live all of that it was just bizarre just bizarre um and when things go left that necessarily you you wouldn't think would go left with people uh in situations (laughs) um what do you do what do you do when that happens? Um, and my answer to that is simply pray. And I guess people are probably saying that everybody say that people say that all the time. But but it works. It works because you talking to our Father, the Creator. Of all things, he's listening, and that's just prayers purely conversation with him, and bringing him in, inviting him in, actually helps. Okay, it helps. It helps us in more ways than one. And how many of you know that God could turn a situation over? way quicker than you blink your eyes so with the things that i saw happening this week uh i i just prayed and y'all this is no i i no no i tell you no lie there was um an individual at work that I knew it was disturbed. I just didn't know what was going on, though. I, 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 someone right, like I said, things are just off this week, and I didn't say anything to the individual. You know, when I noticed that something was off with them, I just prayed. That very next day, this individual personally came to me and just started rallying off what was going on. And in that instant, all she needed was a positive word in her ear and a hug and to be pointed back to who she believes, and that's the Lord. Prayer changes things, and it changes people. And those of us that do the praying, have you noticed that it changes you too? 
it brings you back to a, a place and a space. So we must understand that when you see stuff just off and going left, just pray. I promise you, it will change things. I'm a witness. I've been a witness to it forever, but y'all, I'm just telling you, most recently, this bizarre, this stuff, I'm a witness. Prayer changes things. Don't let anything get into your prayer life. Don't let anything or anybody get in the way of your prayer life. Don't ever let anybody tell you you pray too much. You you can't talk to God. That. Yes, you can. All I say is, in your praying, make sure you give him time to respond to you if he needs to. If he wants to, and he does, but do that. That's all I got. Let's go before the God, before God in prayer, Father God. <laughs> thank you so very much for yet another day. The weather forecast said we was getting rain today, but you said no, not today. And I thank you so much for that. I thank you so much for loving on us, even when we're not being lovable, when we're not being understanding, when we're not yielding to your voice. Thank you so much, Lord, for your patience. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for new mercies today. Thank you for getting us safely here to the studio. And Lord, you know how I feel about this conversation I want to have today. Lord, may you put your stamp on it. And may it open up some eyes and some ears. May it bless those that need to hear and change their mindsets. May it be enlightening. And may it most of all be for your glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Selah moment today is I See You by Canton Jones. Some say, how can I worship a God I cannot see? And how can I worship a God I cannot feel? Oh, but each and every day as I go on my way, I can see you. I can see. Okay.
was the Selah moment I see you by Canton Jones that's actually off his brand new uh his brand new release he has like it's like four cds in one he has like 60 over 60 songs I believe but um that song struck um a chord with me and uh, I pray that it did the same with you so let me get my salutations out of the way before I get started. So good morning to my father, Edward Kennel Sr. down in Dawson, Georgia. Good morning, Daddy. Good morning to my handsome brother. He said, I always say something about Veronica, his beautiful and wonderful wife. So good morning, my handsome brother, Ed. Did I do better? <laughs> love you, love you, love you both. Good morning to my aunt. And my uncle, um, Barbara and Johnny Williams, uh, over in Fairburn, Georgia. And, you know, I've got to send a shout-out to my sisters, the collective consisting of Dr. Wanda Hudson, who brought today's uh, word of inspiration earlier this morning. Good job, sis. Uh, Angelette Verdina King up in Brooklyn, New York. And Carmelia Rankins. Good morning, my sisters. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I think there are some uh, members from the Board of Directors of Community Concerns Incorporated that are tuned in this morning. Good morning and welcome to Spiritual Fortitude. It warms my heart that you are tuned in. Um, I don't know which numbers these are, but I think it just might be Reverend Dr. James Milner Sr., maybe? Maybe. I don't know which number that is, but uh, I'm just so grateful uh, that uh, anybody from the board is uh, tuned in today. 
So, oh, let me not leave out Amity and Nikki Lutz. Oh, my goodness. I would not be able to live that down. Good morning to you both. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I didn't forget, Amity. I did not forget. <laughs> but, guys, so um, in lieu of having a guest today, which um, ended up being a, a last-minute cancellation, but I'm kind of grateful for that because... Uh, something uh, ended up being heavy on my heart. It was been heavy on my heart for a minute, but um, I found out uh, some things this weekend. It just got even heavier on me. So I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to um, open up uh, the lines of communication and actually discuss uh, what is so heavy on me. So um, this first half, you know, I want to get into it. Um, if anybody is tuned in and they want to chime in, um, we may open up the lines during the second half uh, so that you can share your thoughts. But for right now, I'm going to share with you what's heavy on my heart. So, um, oh, and good morning. It is the Milliners. Good morning to you both. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for tuning in, sending love to you both over the airwaves. But um, I was uh, watching the news, and uh, and over just the span of of this year alone, and being an educator, what I've witnessed, and there are a lot of things going on with our youth. A lot of things. A lot of wrong things are going on with our youth. We know that. We know that children growing up, they make mistakes. They have to grow through them. They have to understand right from wrong. We, we understand all that. We have mentoring, pro, mentoring programs uh, for our youth. We have, um, you know, uh, people that, that, you know, create organizations geared specifically toward our youth. But... We're seeing a growing number of our our children getting hold to guns and actually just wilding out with it and just doing the most. If it's not gun violence, uh, they're fighting, they're stabbing, they're they're just just grave mistakes that are changing the trajectory of their lives. What is bothering me the most about this is that I'm starting to not only see it, hear it, read about it, but parents are playing a part in their mistakes that's being made. Well, Dr. Kennel, what what did you hear? What did you, you know, what 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 do you mean by that? I know of a parent that makes she has four boys and they're beautiful boys they're like stair steps they're one behind the other um and she's teaching her boys to be about a life of violence a life of indifference she makes her boys fight each other at home um so that they'll know how to fight like for real for real making them fight where they come to school with cuts and bruises because we had a session where we had to fight one another. 
um, she actually was waiting to pick up her children after school one day and saw her son fighting a girl and got upset when administration intervened to break it up. What are you teaching your boys? And why are you enabling them to do that? Another instance. I wasn't aware of this. But a shooting at a high school that took place not very long ago. The parent provided the gun to her child. I'm going to say his or her because I'm not sure. But the parent provided the gun and took the child to the place to shoot up. Where they do that at? Why? I'm going to give you another instance. Two students get into it at school. Fist fight. Child gets home. Let his folks know, yeah, I got in a fight with such and such. Why the whole family posse up to go and wreak havoc on the other family? But you came with guns. Why? What are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching them? I've, I've had instances where I've had to remind students that we're not equal. Because at home, you get to talk to your parents any kind of way because y'all besties. Where is the, the where is the place of, of virtue? Where is the place of teaching manners? Where is the place of saying, hey, you know, we, we're close and we can talk about things, but there are boundaries. Where is all of that? Where is it? Where is it? So with me questioning these, these, these instances, these just, and this is just a few. A few things that have come across my ears and my eyes. And I asked the question to myself. And it even came up in a meeting that I was in this week. Where, and like I said before, there's mentoring all over the place that's available for children. But where are the mentors for parents? And I'm not talking, because I did my research, I'm not talking about those, those mentoring programs for parents that have special needs children. And yes, those things are needed. Parents that have adopted children, they have organizations to mentor parents for that. They have organizations that mentor to parents and foster, that have foster children. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about parents that are being mentored by other parents when it comes to raising your biological children, your children. And let me take that back because that you raising kids, they don't have to be your biological kids. I'm going to take that back. But my whole thing is where's the mentoring for that? I found one organization located in Riverdale, Georgia 
And not trying to be funny, when I went to the website, that was a little questionable too. But their organization is geared towards single parents. But my thing, and and not saying that it's not needed, but even two-parent homes, I've, I've witnessed this, they need mentors too. And being that I'm not a parent, I can only go so far with this conversation. So I've invited the CEO of Situations Media Entertainment, Jarvis Jordan, to to chime in because he is a single father raising his son. And what I want him to impart is what does he see as far as the the trajectory of of parenthood with our, with today's children and what does he do as far as making sure that he's steering his son in the right direction welcome jarvis well good morning good morning powerful morning to you thank you for having me on <clears throat> pardon self um this is gonna be a a kind of step on toes conversation because um, I'm gonna have to be very mindful of my word choice because I don't want to use any vulgarity or whatever the case may, may be. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, in the whole realm of raising a child, there is no there is no blueprint, there is no handbook, right? Okay. However, there are some standards that mm-hmm. should be adhered to. Right. I think um, for the most part, um, a lot of parents have lost those standards Mm -hmm. because they have not only allowed this thing called social media to raise their kids Mm -hmm. but it's actually raising them so so it's um it's it's showing in this in the outward um mentoring parenting that 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 these kids are going through because really and truly if we just scale back our kids are going through the most challenging times they are of any of our lives because they have not only face-to-face contact that they have to deal with but they have to deal with social media bullying internet trolling they can see one little thing they can do can be filmed and go across the world Mm -hmm. immediately that's true they play video games with people across the world so they have a lot of access but they don't realize what they have Mm -hmm. because they're not told what they have so they're just doing what they think is the right thing to do with Mm -hmm. what they have. Mm -hmm. What goes on a lot with parents is, um, I call them paps. Okay. What are paps? Punk ass parents. (laughs) Okay. I know this is spiritual fortitude. I know this spiritual situations, but sometimes you just got to be straightforward with a lot of these parents. Um, like you were saying earlier, they want their kids to be their friends. Mm -hmm. They want their kids to, um, to to lay down feeling comfortable with the fact that their parent is next door. Mm-hmm. I'm the complete opposite. Gotcha. There's a certain that friend word mm-hmm. it's a fine line between it, right? True. I understand being a friend, meaning you want your child to come and talk to you about anything mm-hmm. and being able to confide in you. Mm-hmm. However, there's still disciplinary actions that should be appended to 
anything that you're doing with your child, right? Right. And just say me, for example, because I know a lot of people are probably listening and be like, wow, this man is a single father? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. <laughs> because a parent doesn't stand on the hilltop and scream, hey, I'm a wonderful parent. Right. A parent doesn't go to social media putting pictures up. Right. Seven days a week, I'm with my son, mm-hmm. basketball, doing something. Yes. Seven days a week, yes. in the midst of being a full-time entrepreneur, yes. in the midst of life's challenges, in the midst mm-hmm. of just so many different <laughs> things that I can just name mm-hmm. peaks and valleys, that still doesn't have anything to do with me being a parent. Right. So with the whole concept of parenting for me, mm-hmm. I was blessed to have the opportunity to be raised fully by my grandmother, right? I have a mother, right. I have a pop father. Right. I just so happen to be raised by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And the things that she instilled in me yes. are still there now. Amen. So so things like being able, my grandmother told me early on um, in my younger years, I'm never gonna tell you you don't need a woman, but make sure the woman that you get is something that you want so you don't need a woman. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So things like folding clothes, washing dishes, cleaning up, w- why it's important to be clean, mm-hmm. these are the same things that I pass on to my son. Now, this is where parents get frustrated and fall back. Mm-hmm. I may have to say the exact same thing to this young man every single morning for five years straight. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Right. You know what I mean? Most parents give up and and then get into that concept because even for me, I was the type of father. Self, checking myself is something that I do well, right? Mm -hmm. So over the course of the years, I monitor my son, his behavior. So has he he actually matured and evolved? Mm -hmm. I scale back on things. I used to holler at my son. I used to spank my son. Mm -hmm. I I haven't put my hand on my son in over three years. You know what I mean? I don't even raise my voice at him anymore. When I I discipline him, Mm -hmm. say, for instance, if this morning, Mm -hmm. I use it for example, I woke up and it was dishes in my sink. He know I don't play that. So to to get here on time, I wake up at 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. He was up at 4 in the morning washing dishes. dishes. regardless of how he felt about that, he's going to understand why. Now, the way I woke him up Mm -hmm. was different than my normal approach. My normal approach, yank sheets off, Mm -hmm. kick and scream, that's not me anymore. I go in there, I turn the light on, I allow him Mm -hmm. to come out of his sleep and look me dead in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I don't startle him. And the only thing I say is, is dishes in my sink. Mm -hmm. And I turn around and walk out of the room. He already knows. And when I walk out of the room, I'm getting ready to come to spiritual fortitude. Right. I hear water running. Mm-hmm. And when I go downstairs, he'll turn around and look me in my eyes. Dad, my bad. I fell asleep. No big deal. Right. Now, we're going to reverse that. If I took the first approach, mm-hmm. now he's waking up. He's feeling away. He's feeling the fame. He already, he probably had a valid reason for going to sleep right. and leaving the dishes in the sink. Mm-hmm. You didn't even give, it op- give him opportunity to this explain himself right and the re- the real truth is he taught me that because one time something happened and he actually put his hand up like dad let me explain wow that's when i was like you know before mm-hmm. i let me allow him to explain first so now when he's done mm-hmm. washing the dishes and he comes upstairs mm-hmm. then when he gets upstairs i say go and get your phone yes sir and he bring it to me mm-hmm. when you start listening to what i ask of you I will start giving you what you need from me. Right. 
and leave it like that. And when you continue to do that on a repetitive basis, mm-hmm. you're building a habit. Yeah. You're building a mindset. Yes. You're not just you're not just because some kids look at their lives like their parents treat them like in in house slaves. So that see that's that's yeah. that's one of the things about parents, right? We have mm-hmm. to truly understand that just because you brought a kid into the world, that kid needs to be guided, yes. molded, yes. not used. Amen. A lot of parents use their older daughters, their older sons, the baby kid, they babysit their young kids so they can go out and party. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of parents use their kids against the other parent to make them feel away. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents use their kid. It's so, and I'm speaking from experience. Wow. I'm not speaking from somebody else's. Right. I'm speaking from direct experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm also speaking from the concept of is nothing as a man or as a father that I haven't superseded mm-hmm. in doing for my children. From sacrificing to paying the child supports mm-hmm. to going to pick them up for sporting events mm-hmm. to making sure they're at sporting events to dropping off at college mm-hmm. to sacrificing my living situation. So everything i've done it all so when i come from the standpoint of speaking to parents Mm -hmm. a lot of parents don't like to be spoken to because they don't want their bs to be highlighted Uh, so is accountability it's a a big thing it's a big thing accountability see the thing is parents want their kids to be accountable but they don't want to be accountable yeah, I see that a lot. We got to grow as a unit. You just you open up this entire um, episode today speaking about how parents in your, your field mm-hmm. are grooming their kids to be a certain way. Right. The reason they're grooming their kids to be a certain way because those same parents got picked on in school. Oh. Those same parents didn't have, wasn't, see, I, I was blessed. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to be, I've been the popular kid since I was five. So I don't, I don't, I don't know no other way. But the thing was, in that popularity, I was raised by my grandmother, so humility goes along with it. Gotcha. So it's so I'm not the popular chest out Mm -hmm. loud. No, Mm -hmm. the loudest Mm -hmm. is always the weakest. An empty wagon make the most noise. Grandmother told me that too. Uh So with that being said, I always was able to govern how my notoriety was utilized or viewed or used, whether that be from the other side that I came from or this side. I move in a certain way. The thing is, if you sit back and you pay attention to your kid, who they're around, what they do, you can identify exactly. You can identify if your kid is a follower. Mm-hmm. You can identify if your kid need additional love. You can identify if your kid has an issue with something at home. Because uh, for a lot of parents, check your kid book bag when you leave the house. I guarantee they got a different outfit, a different pair of shoes, and all of that. Right. The way your kid left home is not the way your kid was at school. Yeah. But see, the thing is, parents, I'm speaking directly to parents. Uh-huh. They don't realize how smart these kids are. Do, and and with that, is 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 it because they're not giving the correct amount of ten, attention because so much is going on in their lives alone that they just can't give the correct attention to their child even notice? Excuses are monuments of nothing. That Bill Bridge is leading you absolutely nowhere. So so life is gone life. Every day you wake up with a chance and a choice. 
That's true. Every day. And every day you open your eyes, that's another day that you could potentially get it right. And if you open up your eyes, 100% of the time, whatever you're going through, it's going to go away. True. If you open your eyes. The yeah. thing is, it's the mindset of the parents. The parents are living vicariously through their children. I can agree with that. Um, do you think they're also uh, projecting their trauma? Oh, absolutely. Because they don't know they have trauma. Mm. If you, if you, if you, if you are a parent, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go all the way over here. Okay. If I come from the hood, mm-hmm. right, and I've been raised in an environment where there's gunfire, mm-hmm. excuse, there's kids standing on the corner with pampers and no socks. Mm-hmm. There's drug dealers at every intersection, right? Mm-hmm. This is my mind. But I'm a genius. Right. I'm super smart. Mm-hmm. But this is my environment, right? I don't know what trauma is. I don't know what a mindset is. Right. I just know my hood. Gotcha. A lot of people have never left their hood. So how can I govern or modify or fix something that I'm unaware needs to be fixed? Okay. I don't have a I don't have a check engine light. I don't have I need my oil change. Right. I don't have I need gas. I don't have a light that comes on within me. Mm-hmm. I either I either have to be exposed mm-hmm. to this concept or I have to have someone in my life that holds my hand and takes me. Because a lot of these parents, you got to think when we was growing up, our parents was working and we was home. Right. It's a lot of that is not going on. Everybody working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, so so what's your excuse now? Right. And the thing is, even with that being said, you have teachers like yourself mm-hmm. that spend half the day with your kids anyway. Yes. Very true. Very true. And the thing is, I think, um, this is just my personal opinion. I think, um, a lot of these paps and a lot of these people who think they're 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 official parents, mm-hmm. if they really sit down and think about the amount of time they spend with their kids outside of sending them to school, mm-hmm. they will understand why their kids behave the way they behave. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because if you send your kid out the house eight in the morning, they return four or five, and you just get home at six, seven. You go to the kitchen, you cook. Only thing you're saying is dinner is done. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to sit down at the table. I, you know what? I'm talking about problems. I'm going to give a solution. For those who have a family mm-hmm. and children, if you're scrunching around for time with your kids, mm-hmm. the moment that you fix dinner, stop eating dinner in your bedroom, stop eating dinner in the living room by yourself, yes. Stop. Re- start requiring your family to sit at the table and eat. No phones or anything. Mm-hmm. And the first question that you ask is, how was your day? Yes. And start a conversation mm-hmm. during the midst of eating. Yes. Now you're done eating instead of hoping mm-hmm. that your kids are going to wash the dishes. You sit at that same table mm-hmm. with no phone. Mm-hmm. Keep the conversation going while the kids are cleaning the kitchen. Right. Now when we disperse, uh, several things have happened. You fed the family. You communicated with the family. Mm-hmm. The kitchen is clean. Mm-hmm. There is a standard set. Yes. And you know what? You can move throughout the course of the rest of your evening cohesively and smoothly. Your kid may be going to play the video game. They're going to feel different. I'm like, oh, my God. Mom actually listened to me. Right. Dad actually listened to me. Right. And that's what I learned the most about my son. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be heard. Yeah. 
because of other things that he going through. So now I, I just shut up and let him talk. That's awesome. And and I start the conversation. What you got going on? Good example. I asked him about uh, um a young lady he was dealing with, right? Uh-huh. I was like, you still talk to this young lady? He was like, um, nah, dad, she weird. And I was like, what do you mean by she weird? He was like, um, <clears throat> this made me a proud dad moment. He was like, I can be honest. I was like, yeah. He was like, I pay attention to you. And you focus not on beauty, but on personality. And I was like, because beauty will fade. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't know how to put it like that, but um, her personality doesn't align with mine. Oh, wow. So I asked him, I said, what does align mean? He was like, we, we not a good fit. It's like, you know, um, I was like, and this is, this is when I interrupted. I said, she, she disrupting your peace. <laughs> and he was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I said, you know how you you know how you say that? And he was like, How? I said, when you're in the midst of certain people, you know, you'll hear people say that um my my light disrupt your demons. I was like, reverse it. Say that her darkness is disrupting my angels. Mm. And then just move like that. Don't don't call her weird because then people gonna say they're gonna flip it on you. Mm-hmm. So in the at the end of the day, when you're communicating with the kid, remove your remove yourself. Remove how you was raised, because t- nine times out of ten you wasn't raised properly. Our parents didn't have everything they needed. So, I know we've gone past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, we, we yeah, we'll get it in. I'm, I'm controlling the board. We can do it how we want to do it. <laughs> but get back, going back to to when you said uh, about how. You know, there are parents that aren't even aware. Yeah, they're not. That they're doing it wrong. So, what what could possibly be a solution to even get to that point to help them realize that what they're doing is not the way to go? Um, that's an uphill battle because, um, for one, force change does not change at all, meaning the person has to want to do it. Um, however. We have to be intentional about providing the the knowledge base. Okay. Right. Right. Um. There's this book um, that talks about inherited family trauma and how to overcome it. Right. Mm-hmm. the The premise of the book is ten times out of ten, everybody that you ran ran across has been through something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. The true concept is how you allow what you've been through to determine and dictate your trajectory. So for those that are listening, just just think about it like this. Um, there was once a, a set of twin boys mm-hmm. that both had an um, alcoholic father. Mm-hmm. One became an alcoholic, one became a doctor. Mm-hmm. When they're asked the question, why did they choose to become what they became, both had the exact same answer. My father was an alcoholic. It's all in your perception and your mindset. Some people are going to fall victim to, my dad was an alcoholic, I'm going to be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Some people going, my dad was an alcoholic, I absolutely do not want to do that. I've yeah. seen all of the things that I, if we as a people would just give ourselves the option mm-hmm. just to do it differently. Right. Think positive every day. Yeah. Do something different every day. Yeah. Then you will see change. Mm-hmm. Instead of us 
saying, um, I don't know, um, or I can't figure out, just try it. For those parents who have their kids out there wanting to be fighters, why? Yeah. Why are you preparing them for a life of trauma? Yes. Why are you dictate their path and you don't even know? And the thing is, majority of those kids don't even want to do that. And they, when, and I have access to these boys on a daily basis. And talking to them one-on-one, they're totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. And, and for me, so going back in my mindset, right, mm-hmm. um, thinking of, of me as a kid, mm-hmm. I was the gifted kid, right? Right. So I stayed in trouble in school. I stayed in trouble in, in school. Of course, because I was the gifted kid. School was easy. Gotcha. So it's the kids, hard. they trying to do the work. I'm I'm being the class bored. clown because I'm bored. Right. Nobody is looking at that. Parents are so so often parents are trying to make their kids either be um the breadwinner for them uh-huh. in the future. Uh-huh. Their ex that they left. Um the love that a lot of mothers want to give to a man or a woman, you know how it is out here in society, they're giving to a child, mm. they're using the child to try to pull in love that they want mm-hmm. instead of fixing what the real issue is, them. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and then and only then can, because I still deal, and I'm speaking from this from, a parent side, mm-hmm. and I'm a certified life coach and personal trainer. Yes, you are. So I did. <laughs> so I, so I see. I see all of these different people, and I have conversations, and I speak to parents, high value parents who have different issues mm-hmm. with their kids when it comes to the parents who are very well off. Uh-huh. You know, you know what their issue is with their kids. Their kids are um, secluded. They think they think their kids are suicidal. Their kids don't want to talk. You know why? Yeah. Because they have everything they need, but they don't have a voice. Ah. Then you go to the hood. Mm-hmm. Those kids have a voice, but they don't have everything else they need. So those are your outspoken kids. Mm-hmm. The kids that walk around the school and loud and all of that. That's because they have a voice. At the house, their mom tells them they're the man of the house. Right. What you think when they come to school? They feeling like the man. Yeah. No, because they only respect one woman, their mama. They don't respect you, because their mom don't get them to respect you. It's not a it's not a respect for the the woman in general. Mm-hmm. It's a respect for authority. Okay. Okay. Instead of when we grew up. It was respect for the woman in general. Grandma never touched the bag. Mm-hmm. Women never touched the door. Mm-hmm. It's certain things that you just did because when you walked in grandma's house, you pulled your pants up indirectly because you already knew she was going to say something. Right. Whether that be she hit you in the back with a broom or whatever the case, mm-hmm. get it together. Right. It was no disrespect coming behind that. Do it right now. Yeah. Why is that lost? How, when did Big that... mama gone. Yeah. She gone. And when she left, she took everything with her because what she invested her life in doing, mm-hmm. we crumbled and we fumbled the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm saying that from a global standpoint 
when it comes to just reinstilling that because it's a generation us mm -hmm. that still are here mm -hmm. that need to bring that back yeah. it's no more think about it it's no more sunday dinners yeah. it's no more family get-togethers family ain't family no more people talk and throw rocks and hide their hands mm -hmm. and people don't want to be accountable and the thing is what bringing everything back around full circle what god has allowed to happen is he's allowed the world to become a mirror of itself yeah so if you're not ready to see who you truly are what you're going to be faced with is being around what you truly are got it and that's the truth that's the truth we're gonna stick a pen <laughs> it's not over but we're gonna get to the spiritual fortitude praise break we're a little late with it but anyway the song for today is i survived it by ricky dillard and new g now it's the spiritual fortitude praise break on 102.6 the situation I could 
Fortitude Praise Break. I Survived It by Ricky Dillard and New G. And the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break is sponsored by Anointed Aromas, which is owned and operated by Apostle Lawanda Peters. Good morning, Apostle Peters. Anointed Aromas provides organic hand-poured candles, specialty candles, anointed oil blends, and more. There are a wide variety of fragrances like Better Than Vicks for Congestion, Balsam and Cedar, Warm Vanilla Sugar, Blood Orange, Bye Bye Negativity, Eucalyptus Spearmint, and Frankincense and Myrrh, to name a few. Order yours today at LawandaPeters.com forward slash shop. I love those candles. Try them. I promise you. You will not want another one from a commercial establishment. <laughs> you would definitely fall in love with uh, anointed aromas. And you know I've got to do my weekly shout out to Community Concerns Incorporated, which is an agency committed to assisting the homeless and the working poor. Um... Our mission continues even after the pandemic through our housing program. CCI is ending the nightmare of homelessness for some of the most in-need citizens of Atlanta. We do provide housing, and I say we because I am a part of the board of directors, praise God. But we provide housing at Odyssey Villas consisting of 32 apartment units with two, three, or four bedrooms for families that are transitioning from homelessness. Odyssey Oasis includes three standalone houses that can be shared by single working women and a resource center that is used to distribute groceries, clothing, and household goods to those in need. So this is a very um, worthy cause. It is one that um, everybody involved is very passionate about. And um, I just implore you, uh, if you want more information on Community Concerns Inc. You can go to the website, which is www.communityconcernsinc.com. If you uh, want to um, reach out about volunteering or even um, if you want to give uh, to the cause of homelessness, there are a couple of ways that you can contribute. You can go uh, to the website that I just mentioned. Um, you can also download the Givelify app and look for Community Concerns, Inc. and make a donation there. You can download uh, PayPal and make a donation there at donate at communityconcernsinc.com. Or you can mail a check or even a money order to Community Concerns, Inc. at P.O. Box 4185, Atlanta, Georgia, 30302. And, um... Like I've said before, I will continue to speak of CCI as long as I am on the air because I truly believe in the mission and vision of uh, what this uh, worthwhile organization is carrying out. All right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know I only get an hour for spiritual fortitude. This conversation will have to continue because I truly believe that it can be helped. But I I stand on that parents need to be mentored, but it's just a point of figuring out how to mentor them or even helping them to understand that they need mentorship. That's the thing. And I want to thank you so much 
so much Jarvis for just speaking your truth today and even helping us to understand those, especially, you know, myself, I'm not a parent, but helping me to understand what it is on the other side. You're raising a whole teenager. Oh yeah. And the, and, and the thing is, um, and for me, embrace the journey of being a parent, but always remember that growth is constant. Amen. That's something you got to do every day. Um, an acronym that um, I've been adhering to 2024 is ACT. Mm-hmm. Accountability, commitment, transparency. Stop being stop being so facetious with your children. Mm. Start start communicating with them. That that's when they will open up and actually communicate with you on a very high level. Amen. If you stop trying to, um, God is God for a reason. Mm-hmm. He's the Potter. That's right. Stop trying to be what He is. Oh, Woo. and be a parent. Amen. He gave you a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Take it, Take it seriously because um, being a parent, you actually really truly adhere to that word agape, the sacrificing of yourself for the love of others. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not going to sacrifice yourself for anything else, at least do it for your child. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for tuning in. But I want you to remain on 102.6 The Situation. For more of the best in gospel music from today and yesterday. Historically Black College, located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. Please visit morrisbrown.edu. With low-cost, innovative academic programs, Morris Brown is the most affordable HBCU in Atlanta. Visit morrisbrown.edu today. Do you find yourself in need of an event host, professional announcer, or a voice to drive your vision forward? The vision is always green. Vision Green offers event hosting, quality professional announcing, as well as phenomenal voiceover work to assist in the elevation of your vision. For more information, send us an email at info at visiongreen.com. That's info at V-I-S-I-O-N-G-R-E-E-N-E dot com. Follow Vision Green on Facebook and Instagram. Vision Green, where your vision always means go. Calling all business owners, nonprofit agencies, event hosts, authors, the whole nine yards. Let 102.6 The Situation help you get the word out. We offer services ranging from radio advertisements to even live on location remote broadcasts at your event or brick and mortar. That's right. I said it. We'll pull up. Log on to 1026thesituation.com. That's 1026thesituation.com. Click on the advertising promo section and let us assist you in your promotional needs. WSTN DB HD1, Atlanta, Charlotte, a situations media station. The best in gospel music lives here on Spiritual Situations with Dr. Angela Kennel, right now on 102.6 The Situation.